Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Just Say Gway. I'm your host, George Gway. Today, I'm joined by Josh Wilkins, who just signed his contract with the South Carolina Stingrays in the ECHL, who's an affiliate of the Washington Capitals. And I also went to school with him as well at Providence College. Josh, thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. Uh, it's good to see you again. It's been a long time. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so what have these uh, past couple of weeks been like for you? You know, you signed your contract after a long uh, time in Sweden, which was probably very difficult with the pandemic. But what's it like to finally get a deal done? Yeah, it's, uh, it's nice. I've been, uh, I've been living in Charleston, actually, pretty much the whole summer uh, with my girlfriend. So it's been good and kind of worked out in a way where, you know, I'm kind of local. I'm close to my family in North Carolina, where I'm from. Um, so I thought, you know, after spending a year overseas, um, be kind of nice to have my family be kind of close by and have everyone be able to see me play again. Yeah, for sure. Those are a lot of great things of being in South Carolina, you know, close to home. I'm excited you're in the capital system. You know, you know me, I'm a huge Caps fan. So that's, that was very exciting to see. So you mentioned growing up in uh, the Carolina area. You grew up in just outside Raleigh. Uh, take me through yep. what the culture was like there. Uh, yeah, we had, uh, you know, the, the hurricanes were kind of just starting out as I was growing up. Um, you know, we had the cup, the cup win, I think it was 2006 and seven. Um, and that, that kind of sparked a lot of, a lot of younger guys playing hockey in North Carolina. And then I played there in the youth system, the junior hurricanes. So I was like 16 and then I kind of moved all over the place after that, but it was good, man. It was a good spot. I mean, made a lot of good friends growing up that I still have there um, through that. So it was good. Yeah, definitely a positive playing hockey. You know, you get the hockey network that really lasts for a long time. Uh, so yeah. take me through your recruiting process and, you know, what made you choose PC? Because of the fact that uh, being from North Carolina, you can go to Minnesota, you can go to one of the Michigan schools, you know, you chose hockey East, but uh, what made you chose to uh, play for coach Lehman? Um, yeah, I, I was there when, uh, you know, Scott Borick kind of and Chris Mayotte were kind of the ones that talked to me when I was in uh, the USHL in Sioux City. Um, you know, my grades weren't uh, the best. I moved schools uh, every year in high school, so it was kind of hard to keep up with the credits and the schoolwork. So, you know, them along with Nate really pushed for me, hey, this is what you need to get done. This is how many credits you're behind in. This is what you really need to do. And my mom, you know, she – she she's a saint she helped me get through a lot of that stuff um you know making sure I was signed up in the right classes making sure the credits were there um so it was kind of a kind of a long process and Nate and the whole staff believed in me from the start so it was kind of kind of a no-brainer for me to kind of you know every other school was like oh yeah I would take you they weren't really giving me any info uh Providence and Nate they were kind of all on me making sure I was on top of it so you know I kind of felt like I I owed them that that uh, respect to go in there yeah, for sure. And that's awesome. You know how they pushed you to get to Providence College and what they saw in you and how you succeeded there. Can you just take me through the pressure of what your class faced when arriving on campus? You know, the year before, that was the biggest piece of the guys that won the national championship. You know, eight guys signed NHL contracts. A few are in the league right now. Just what was it like just being on campus and knowing people are saying, hey, how are these guys going to fill their shoes? Yeah, I mean, that's that's a, that's a great point. I think, you know, when I went in for my official visit in the summer before I actually went 
to Providence. Um, I ran into, you know, Tanev ran up. They were doing like their end of the year partying or something. Uh, I think it was the Olympics or something they were doing. And he came up and was talking to Nate about something before he, before he ran out the door. And I was kind of like, wow, like, you know, these are the kind of guys you got to follow their footsteps. Like that guy is going to play for the Winnipeg Jets. You know, it's like, what, what am I going to do to end up like him one day? You know? So um, I think, you know, I think it was just kind of coming in. We had, we had a lot of good players, you know, Brayson, Duhane, Casper, our whole class was, was solid players. Um, and I was just trying to find, find my way in there. And I think, I think we did, you know, as a Canberra junior year, I think we did a pretty good job of, trying to reiterate that and keep that, that same mindset going throughout Nate's system. Yeah, definitely. You know, and you see so many teams that get gutted like that, you know, the hockey East teams, they don't really recover for a year or two. And you guys were able to get into the tournament. So what was the key to having such a strong freshman season? You know, we, I saw other guys in college like that, that had a great freshman year, like Jack Dugan or Tice Thompson. What was the key to having that great freshman year? Yeah, I think, you know, I got to get a lot of credit to uh, Penno and Foley and those guys. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're all obviously great players too, but I think, you know, I kind of went in there and I, no one really kind of knew who I was, I guess, so to speak. Um, I wasn't drafted. I wasn't a high name. No one really heard of me before. And I just kind of went in there. I said, Hey, I know, I know I can play at this level. I just got to find, my, find my right game and find where I fit in. Um, and, and I did it pretty quickly, which, which helped for my whole season. But um, I think it was just being confident and having fun with it and kind of learning from, from Brian Penno and, and Eric Foley and those, those upperclassmen. Um, I actually lived with them my freshman year, which is kind of odd because I came in so late. So they, you know, they kind of molded me and it, it helped that way. Um, and it worked out. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, obviously this was a tough thing that you guys had to go through. You guys had a tough tournament loss against Notre Dame. Uh, your sophomore season, just what is the key to coming back after a season like that? You know, you guys are, did look around and say, hey, most of the roster's coming back, but, you know, a lot of teams, I think, would have folded after, you know, given those circumstances. Yeah, I think it's, yeah, I think with my, my freshman year, we lost to Harvard uh, first, the first game of the tournament, and then obviously my, my sophomore year, we lose to Notre Dame. Um, you know, and that you kind of you kind of get one step further each season. It's kind of we all look around. Um, you know, we all love each other, especially my class. Um, we're kind of looking around at each other, like, hey, and we've been we've been one step further each time. Like, how do we get how do we get further? How do we get into the Frozen Four? How do we find our way into that? And I think you know that whole summer we all were pretty dialed in. There wasn't a lot of messing around. Um, I think Nate noticed that you know we we could do something special. We had a good group. We had Dugan coming in. We had that Tice Thompson group. Um, we had a lot of good players coming in, and it was it just kind of fit in that way. And we were all kind of bought into the system, and it helped. Yeah, you know, I agree with that. I think I, – I don't think I was more excited for a season for you guys than that one starting. And obviously going to the Frozen Four was awesome. So uh, what was it like playing at the dunk a second time? You know, you guys were obviously older, but, you know, obviously Minnesota State was a great team. But I think people, the crowd was more into that series more than the first one against Harvard. Yeah, I think, <laughs> yeah, that, that, that whole thing was pretty wild. You know, I still kind of look back at that some, sometimes and I'm like, wow, I can't believe that happened. But, um, yeah, I think, you know, that we were down. I think we were down two to nothing and they, they made it three nothing, but they got, a, they got a goal disallowed or something. And then it was three to nothing going into the, 
what would have been the first, and I think we got one uh, right before the first period ended, and the crowd kind of just erupted. And we were all kind of – during that intermission, I think Casper said a couple things, and we were all kind of looking around like, hey, like – we can, these guys aren't as, aren't that good. Like we can find a way to, to crawl back at them. Um, and, and we did. And it was, it was crazy. That whole fan base, all the stuff going on. Um, it was awesome. And especially to play in front of Providence fans. Yeah, definitely. That was a, definitely a memorable uh, weekend. Uh, now, yeah. obviously after you guys go to the frozen four, uh, you guys, a lot of you guys had to make the tough decision of if you guys wanted to come back for a senior year. Uh, for me, I thought the two guys that were obvious that they were gone were Bryson and uh, Bjorkwist just because I think they were playing peak hockey and there was nothing left for them to prove as a hockey player in college. And that's oh, yeah. And so I think it was right for them to leave. But what went in for the rest of you guys to uh, make the decision of uh, to not come back? Yeah, I think, you know, it comes down to a lot of a lot of different things, right? Like you kind of you kind of look at where you stand in college. Um, you kind of look at how you feel. Your game matches up to to guys that have headed out in the past and guys that are headed out, or you see a sign uh, right after the season ends. Um, and I think I think for me as an undrafted guy, um, you know, you, you see guys that come back to college or something happens and they they don't put up a great season or you know, that, that stuff kind of fiddles away and your name kind of disappears from the radar. But I think, you know, after my season ended, I, I had a pretty good year and I thought, hey, you know, say I go back to school, I can always finish my degree, which I'm almost done with. Um, I can't always sign an NHL contract. So I kind of took the chance while I could, you know. Um, and I think it was tough. It's hard because, you know, you know, how, you know how Providence is. Man, you love the school. You love the atmosphere. Um, everyone's good people. So um, it was really tough to leave, but I had to make the best decision for myself, you know? Yeah, I definitely agree with that. So one thing I want to ask, and I know, man, time is flying, you know, since that frozen four team, uh, there's no one left uh, playing for that team uh, at yeah. Providence. Do you still follow the team closely? Um, I do. Um, I'm in touch with Nate a decent amount. Um, you know, I check, I check the Instagram account. I, I check some of the games out. I know my parents are still pretty dialed in on, on, on the Providence teams, um, basketball and hockey. Um, it's good to follow them. Yeah, I mean, when you come when you come off a Frozen Four team, it's kind of hard to see, you know, hey, are they ever going to get back there? Like, what what's it going to be like? Um, how How is Nate instilling the, the mindset into these young guys coming in? You know, they're probably getting a lot higher in recruits now. Um, so it's, it's going to be, it's going to be cool to follow. I mean, obviously COVID messed up a lot of stuff, but it's going to be cool to follow over the next couple of years and see what happens. Yeah, definitely. No, it's, I think it's going to be a great team this year. You know, my only question is when you guys made the tournament, you know, five years in a row, made a frozen four run and there was a national championship before you got there, getting to the frozen four was the standard and then winning the national championship. You know, yeah. now it seems like that the standard is we got to get back into the tournament mix. So, yeah. you know, is that tough to see, you know, given, the, you know, the bar that your class really set while you guys were here? Yeah, I mean, you kind of you kind of fall in the footsteps of I think a lot of sports do that, especially college. You kind of fall in the footsteps of guys that have been there before you, um, you know, a lot of them are watching and you're kind of trying to fill fill those shoes. Um I think it's tough. I think they were, they were a younger team, you know, the COVID stuff. I know we had like, a, I don't know what it was, a six year streak of being in the tournament. Um, a lot of stuff kind of, you're going to have a lot of stuff to, 
to kind of hold a standard of that. And, you know, you got younger kids coming in, different generations of kids. Um, I think Nate's done a good job with the program. It's, it's kind of finding a way to instill that, you know, that grind mindset, that mentality into these kids uh, to, to get back to that point and stay there. You know, I think that's the hardest part. Yeah, for sure. I, I think it's going to be a really exciting team this year. You know, they're bringing back most of the roster, kind of like you guys did your junior year. Uh, so yeah. Take me through what the past couple of years have been like playing. You know, you played in the AHL and ECHL. You go to Sweden. Just uh, what has that been like? And how do you adapt playing in Sweden? Yeah, I think you know my my first my first two years pro were kind of a mess with. You know, my season got cut short with COVID ending it, and then. Milwaukee, uh, Nashville's affiliate didn't play my second year. So I was in uh, Arizona for the year. And then, you know, at that point, it's kind of kind of over. And then you're, you're moving on to what's next, trying to figure it out. Um, and I saw a chance go over Europe. I know I stay in pretty good touch with Trevor Mangoa, who also lives in Charleston, uh, who's been over in Europe for a while. He actually played at the team that I went to. Um, so I kind of listened to him a little bit and, you know, I loved it over there. It's a great spot. Um, I don't know if you've ever been over, you've been to Europe, you've been to Europe at all yet. I have not been to Europe yet. I'm trying to get over for some soccer. Uh, yeah. Point. Yeah. That's awesome. not a bad, that's not a bad play, but yeah, it's uh it's pretty cool over there, man. It's a great experience, especially at, at a younger age. Um, you know, as a tree, I met a lot of cool people over there and, the hockey is good. It's really skilled. I was I was really surprised. There's a lot of a lot of good hockey players <laughs> from all over the place. Um, a lot of good leagues. So it was good, man. It was a good time. Yeah, it's not, it sounded like a great experience, and now you found yeah. your way back uh, with the Stingrays. So just take me through what's next. Uh, have you been in contact with anyone with the Stingrays in terms of teammates, things like that? Um, I have, and I, I saw a few names up there. I, I know they haven't signed too many guys yet. Um, I saw a few names up there that they're talking to that, you know, you kind of, you play the game long enough time, you kind of get to know everyone um, through different people and, you know, everyone kind of knows each other in a different way. But um, I think you know, I've been in touch with the coach pretty much the whole summer. He was, he played at UMD, I think the year before. I came in when they lost on uh, one of the regional tournaments. Um, so we, we talked about that a little bit, but yeah, I think, I think it's going to be a good fit for me, man. I think it's going to be a good spot. Um, it's hard to complain when you're playing, playing hockey by the beach. So for sure. um, we'll, we'll see, we'll see how it works out. Yeah. So my last question is, you know, in terms of uh, going to college, being surrounded by new guys, you know, going to Europe, being surrounded by new guys, like, are you kind of used to that now in terms of just hockey? You're just moving all over the place. You know, you've been doing it since you were a kid. Yeah, I think, I think you, you know, it's like anything, it becomes kind of like a habit. I think, you know, some, some summers it, it kind of winds down to the end and I'm like, all right, where am I going? What's going to happen? You know, you're kind of ready for it. Uh, I kind of been doing, I think now for, I don't know, eight or eight or nine years, I think straight of kind of different places, except for when I was at college. So uh, you get used to living out of the suitcase pretty quick. Um, but yeah, it's, it's not bad, man. You meet a lot, of, like you said, you meet a lot of cool people and a lot of different uh, friends and stuff you stay in touch with forever. So it's good. Yeah. You know, the hockey network is you know definitely big, but it is a small world at the end of the day. Uh, but Oh yeah. Josh, thank you so much. Uh, great catching up with you and I'll be for sure following the stingrays this year. Great. Thanks George. I appreciate you having me on, man. Yep. Have a good one.